I wanna be the very worst, like no one ever was. To fail them is my real test, to be a failure is my cause. Hello everybody and welcome to a, another episode of You Have Failed with me, Sam Vader, and I'd like to start by apologising for the terrible singing, but this is what we're going with at the start of every episode now. Uh, and uh, yeah, I can't sing. That's how it's going. Second, uh, I think, bit of housekeeping this week. I'd like to apologise for the lack of an episode that was released last week. This is due to, as a network with King's Eyes, we have moved uh, sort of providers as a network for the podcast. So in sort of the moving and teething process of getting everything sorted and set up for the new provider, we did miss a week. But hopefully from now on, it should be regularly consistent if it's not. That will be posted up on Twitter and explained for whatever reason if there's something going on with me or something else that will be explained if that needs to happen. And third bit of housekeeping, I do hope everyone who is listening to this, whether a follower of the series from before or newly found with this new provider and everything else going on, really hope you're all safe in quarantine, you're all keeping safe, your family are safe. Any key workers out there, thank you so much for everything you are doing. Uh, you really do keep the country and the world uh, running and held together at the moment. So thank you so much for everything. And yeah, I hope you're all safe. And now back to, I say back to, let's get on with, as I arrange myself and make myself feel more comfortable. I'm sitting in my bed to record this because that's what quarantine's doing. It's what, 20 to 2 in the morning? That's what's going on. So... This episode, as you've probably guessed from the intro, and if you haven't, then you didn't have a childhood because you did not recognise the backing track for that theme song. This week we're going to be going to be talking about Pokemon, which is quite readily a game that, due to this isolation, I've been playing a lot. Not just the newer ones, uh, Sword and Shield, of which I have Shield. I've been playing through a few of the older ones uh, as well, because I think, looking at it from an objective point of view... I have, I'm pretty sure, at least one game from each main series instalment, except for Ultra Sun and Ultra. I don't have one of Ultra Sun and Ultra, but every single main series instalment. Uh, I might as well do a quick run through of the games that I've got because why not? So I do have with my Game Boy red, blue, and yellow. I have gold. I have sapphire. I then have Diamond, Pearl, and Platinum. I have uh, white. Was it white? Uh, yeah, I've got white and then black too. Uh, because I was that weird kid who didn't want uh, white too. Because I didn't like Reshiram. So I wanted another Zekrom because I'm that kind of guy. And I thought black here and looked cooler. Um, so yeah, I went to bl uh, black too. And then, was it Gen 6 after that? Yeah, so I got Pokemon Y. I then got... Pokemon Moon, and then I've now got Pokemon Shield. So yeah, the only uh, one I sort of missed was Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, which isn't bad really. And I'm I'm the kind of Pokemon player that for years now I think I don't think I said it of Black and White. I think since Black and White, maybe no, probably since Diamond and Pearl. I said no, I'm not going to get another one. Not because I thought I was too old for it or anything. I thought no. I'm not going to get. I'm not just going to keep getting invested in it. Just thought I'd try and buck the trend, save myself some money. 
and then I'd buckle every single time. I didn't buckle with Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, but because I wasn't a big fan of Sun and Moon, because they're a bit shit, but I have buckled every time since, and frankly, I've been glad I've buckled every time, because I do love Pokemon. I uh, have done for years. I could probably name... There's no probably. I could name all 151 of the original Pokemon, but I'm not going to do that now because that would be far too boring for you all to listen to. But yeah, I could almost definitely just sit there and... I remember I did that once. I was... True story is most of my story... All of my stories on this series have been so far that just show me what an absolute nerd I am. I uh, once, me and my friend Sam, um, in secondary school, just, just sort of on the playground at lunchtime, just went through 151 of the original Pokemon just to prove that we could. It was, you know, one of those days. So Pokemon has been a big part of my life as, well, the original theme song I think is a song that brings people together and to this day, sorry I'm just scratching my leg, you probably heard that on the mic, um, is one of the, you can probably also hear my bed creaking because it's old, sorry about that. Um, it's better than my chair which is broken and makes sounds all the time, so hopefully this is more tolerable than that. Anyway, Pokemon. Yes, love it. The original theme song is probably one of the only songs that I genuinely know. All the full three-minute version, by the way, all the way through every single word. You can obviously on the King's Eyes network, you see King's Eyes and Glitter as well. You can hit them up and ask them because they know. I have I have performed the song for them. They know full well that I know. It. I remember once. It's another true story about how sad I am. I, line by line, but not all in one message, literally sent it a sentence at a time, sent the full three minute version to a group chat, I think, I don't think uh, King's Eyes is in that one, but Glitcher is, and uh, that's our archaeology one for university, and yeah, line by line, every single line to a full three minute version of the Pokemon theme song, because I have nothing better to do with my time apparently, but you know, it's all part of the fun, but I think rather than... I've beat around the bush for too long. Uh, there's a reason why I think King's Eyes and Glitter have been looking forward to doing this episode. And it's because I once had, not breakdown, but I had a full-on rant in our university house living room about logic in the Pokemon games. Because, you know, it's one of those things you shouldn't really apply logic to the Pokemon games. But, uh... <sighs> right. So. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to lose my mind, but it's fine. What? This is why I shouldn't do this early in the morning, because tiredness is not good, and then you've got me losing my mind over shit like this. So, okay, right. This, mm, <laughs> okay, so, your Pokemon Red, Blue, or the original ones, you've got Red, who's, what, 10? Red is confirmed to be 10, all the others are around that age. And uh, you just think, oh, yeah, no, it's cool. Um, he runs into the what is essentially the fucking Mafia a few times, and just beats the shit out of them, right? And then he just... He just the police force are just ineffective. You know, you've got gym leaders, which are basically meant to be the people who are meant to be keeping the region organised along with the elite foreign champion, who we don't actually know who the champion was before Blue in that game, arguably. <clears throat> but still, you've got the elite four, who are obviously strong trainers and gym leaders. It's down to the fucking ten-year-old. Like, I don't get why. I know why, because obviously as a character, you need to progress, Right. But at the same time, it's down to the ten-year-old to disband the fucking mafia. And I'm like, that's great. Like you've got Al Pacino shooting at someone. Like it's not okay. It's a bit tame. Move on to gold and silver, right? 
the fucking mafia are back. Ooh. Right? But without big bad boss Giovanni. But another, I think, gold and silver or whatever their names are changed to, like Ethan and Lyra, like whatever it was in Cart Gold Soul Silver. Right? I think they're still around 10 ish. Right? Not many of them are older than 10 or that ish age. Right? And once again, no gym leaders, no nothing, police force doing fuck and all, right? Ten-year-old's got to disband the mafia, right? Cool, that's whatever, right? It, <laughs> but they're probably, other than uh, Sword and Shield, and we'll get to that in a bit, are probably the most tame, right? Because <laughs> you, <get to, laughs> you get to Generation 3, and... You're facing two fucking factions of eco-terrorists. One's trying to wake up Godzilla. The other's trying to wake up his big-ass whale friend. And it's like, well, that's not a smart idea. Then in Emerald, you've got to go and deal with Shenron as well. Right, that's... It's top-notch, fantastic. Right? But he doesn't want to kill everyone. But that's the point. So you're facing... <laughs> you're genuinely facing... Or essentially two eco-terrorists, and depending on what version you're playing, or if you're playing Emerald, both of them managed to awaken these giant fucking ancient kaijus that were known for massive battles that destroy everything, right? And let's just look at the logic of those plans. So Groudon, right? Ah, we need to get rid of all the water, let's make more land. Okay, T-Magma, that makes a bit of sense, I guess, more land for people. Yeah, the things in the water will suffer, but don't get rid of water entirely, that's stupid. But then you've got T-Magma, and it's like, well, you want to flood everything, well, where are you going to live? On the land, oh, we got rid of the land. What What are we going to do? Like, T-Magma's fucking stupid, I know we need water to live, but as humans, we are land-based animals. Don't flood the, don't do that, but anyway, so... <clears throat> the plans are fucking ridiculous. The planet's fine as it is. We've got enough land. We've got enough water. It's fine. But, you know, just get loads of Gyarados to use Hydro Pump. Or get some Pokemon to use, like, Lava Plume. And then Hydro Pump on it if you want to make land. It's not that hard. You don't need to wake up Godzilla and his whale nemesis. They're just going to start destroying everything. <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous. Right. And then... Right, this is this is where it gets really shit. So, the, the team, depending on what version you're playing, it awakens the big fucking monster, the, the godlike, ancient, very aggressive monster. And you, you rise to the surface of the C4 cabin, you, you go to the bit on top of the water in the gameplay, and you see whatever one that unleashed it. Who but. Right, <laughs> let's go back to the stupid dodge again. Right, so, if you're playing Ruby, you're fighting Team Magma who want to awaken. Well, Team Aqua still want to awaken Kyogre, but obviously the enemies you end up fighting are Team Magma and the ones you succeed. So when they go to find the orbs to awaken their super ancient kaiju, Maxi goes, <clears throat> oh, look, I want to awaken Kyogre. That me, no, sorry, I made the mistake. I need to awaken Groudon. Hmm, you know, the fiery one. Let's take the blue orb. And then Archie's like, ah, oh, yes, I need to awaken Ground. Fuck, Kyogre. Fuck. I need to awaken Kyogre. <laughs> can you tell I do this in one take? I need to awaken Kyogre. Let's take the red orb. Because red is famously associated with water. <laughs> like, well done, fucking arse hats. Like, good job. Right? 
Anyway, so they awaken it. You go to the top of the seafloor cavern. You're above the water. Whatever one's fucked up. He's like, oh no, what have I done? I've unleashed a terrible disaster on the world. Well, yeah, that's what happens when you act, awaken an ancient slumbering monster and like to destroy everything. Like, good job. I, what, duh. Right. <laughs> and, then, and then the other one's like, ooh. What were we fighting over in the first place? Oh, uh, we need to stop this somehow. Who do we turn to? Then the fucking... Mm, then the champion of the region, right, turns up. So Stephen, the best trainer in the region, until you, you serve him later. But at this point, the best trainer in the region. Looks at you and goes, hmm, ten-year-old. Ten-year-old who has got, well, yeah, seven badges, that's impressive. But other trainers do that too. Ah, ten-year-old, I am champion. I am best trainer in region. But I'm too valuable. <laughs> so I'm going to send a fucking 10-year-old to deal with this world crisis. That is the equivalent of, right, coronavirus going on right now, right? And just finding a random 10-year-old and going, yeah, you can fix it. Or is it even actually Godzilla awakening, right, destroying cities, and me just finding a 10-year-old and going, nah, you can do it. It's fine. It's good. Fine. Go. Yeah. Good job. Yeah. Right. It's fucking... You don't... The best trainer in the region literally goes... Do you want to... Do fucking fuck Godzilla in his whale? Yeah? And in Emerald, it's like... Right. You're going to go and awaken Shenron. Big, big dragony thing. Right? And then get him to do it. Because that's... That's that's nice. And, and then you've got a Mega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. We've got the Delta episode. There's a big meteor coming towards the planet. One, right? The researchers reveal that normally when this happens, they just send it to another dimension. So what you've got is your dimension is basically being some sort of terrorist and just bombing the shit out of another dimension, right? So that's a bit wrong in the first place. That's questionable here. Like, good, good job, right? And so when you turn up and go, actually, that's wrong, and you decide to find them, will make you, 10-year-old, go and find Shimon again, sit on its back, let it turn into a fucking missile, and go into... Right, why did you need to ride the back of Rayquaza? Rayquaza, however you pronounce it, don't... whatever. Right, why did you need to ride the back of it as it shot itself through me? That seems very, you know, dangerous. Like, why are you rocketing a 10-year-old into space on the back of an alien dragon? It's not... Like, okay, right, we're going to skip Generation 4 for a bit, because it's the worst one, right? Generation 5, right? So, okay, you're fighting Peter for most of it, animal rights group, that aren't really animal rights groups, they're actually more like ISIS, but that's fine. Well, no, they're more like the Nazis, really, okay? Right, let's be real. They pretend to be animal rights groups, but really gets this is a tyrant who wants to rule everything and everyone. Right, so that's top job, cool. Pokemon is literally calling out animal rights groups there, and I kind of like that, so good job for that. Because, um, yeah, Pokemon doesn't violate animal rights, because they're not real. But it's cool, it's cool. Peter, you fucking morons! Anyway, moving on. Yeah, so, but then... You become one of the heroes of truth or ideals, and... Right, I get that when Team Plasma's castle magically comes out of the ground at, you know, the Pokemon League, because reasons, the gym leaders all turn up, 
the gym leaders turn up, the elite four who you've just dealt with do fuck and all. They're like, nope, I'm resting now. I'm out of this one, lads. I've just been beaten by a fucking, I think they're, what, 14 black and white when I check. I'm fucking out. A 16-year-old has just fucking beat my ass. I'm out, right? It's not a fucking dragon's den. I'm out. Not doing this one. No, no. It's no from me. No. All right, okay, cool. So the gym leaders turn up, right, to help fight the grunts. But you still have to go through and fight N, who is a misguided child, and then fight Pokey Hitler, who is that insane that he's kept a Pokemon on his team that has violently attacked him, which is why he has to wear an eye patch. Like, his Hydreigon is what gave him that, but he still keeps it on his team because he's literally a psychopath. And they think, hmm, we're adult gym leaders, right? We can, uh, we'll take on the grunts. You, Mr. Ten-Year-Old, Go and fight the literal psychopath. Like, like, it. I'm hoping people are starting to see a pattern with why this is fucking ridiculous. That just wait till Gen Four. So in Gen Gen uh, Six, right? It's weird Team Flare, are a bit weird, right? But once again, it's oh, I think they're sixteen in this game. I know they're a bit older, but it's not the point, right? Sixteen. My brother's sixteen. I wouldn't want to send him, you know. Especially in Pokemon Y, like Pokemon X is okay because, you know, um, Xerneas is, is the Pokemon of life, which also makes the plot a bit stupid. It's like, oh, we're going to kill everyone. What are we going to kill everyone with, Lysander? We've only used life. How, how does that work, though? How do you kill people with life? You just, you, you hit them with life and they die. Like, so it's because he's French, because... I'll stop doing the French accent. But, you know, it's stupid. It's like, how are we going to kill them with life? It's not, it's not how it works. Um, so once again, it's a 16-year-old fighting a Nazi terrorist group who literally want to murder everyone. For, I can't even remember the reasons. I hated Team Flare, if I'm honest. But, you know, like, so Xerneas, I suppose, isn't that bad because the Pokemon of life. But... If you're playing Pokemon Y, which I did, you're a 16-year-old walking into a den with the literal embodiment of death. And I don't know about you, but that seems a bit, what's the word, fucking dangerous. Like, once again, you've got a champion, don't get me wrong, all the gym leaders and all the fucking elite four members and the champion are fucking pushovers in that region. I beat the entire elite four and the champion with one fucking Pokemon. It was a Mega Blaziken. And I just... Even the water type one, right? It's fucking stupid. Right, okay, so... Oh, but you're sending it... Forget the logic of using life to create whatever, right? You're still sending a 16-year-old child into interface the embodiment of death, and then you just fucking let, it, let the 16-year-old catch it. Like that 16-year-old, right, is now walking around with the embodiment of death, right? And believe it or not, I'd argue that's not even the worst one. Which is why we'll get to generation fucking four in a bit, okay? Right, it's fucking ridiculous. And then what's even worse is a member of the terrorist group that you've been fighting is part of the Elite Four. The fucking fire type Elite Four member is one of the fucking highest ranking people in Team Flare. I'm like, well, that fucking checks out, doesn't it? Right, I get infiltration. But if you beat Team Flair, surely she should fucking go to prison. Because it's a bit ridiculous, isn't it? It's, it's not what... They tried to kill everyone. 
why is she still part of your command structure as a country? And whilst I'll give that region a free pass, because, you know, it's France, and they like to surrender, it's not... I just... Oh, okay, then you've got Gen 7, Sun and Moon, where you've got Team Skull, who are ironically funny and quite, you know, comical. But then you've got the Aether Foundation, who are the clear fucking bad guys from the start, because they're the ones chasing the girl with Nebit. I can't remember the girl's name. Lily? I don't fucking remember. I've only played through that game once. Right, I like some of the Pokemon, but I didn't like the game. And and Nebby and it's obviously them that's the bad guys and then you find out it's it's her mum and Edge Lord's mum Gladion you know the the, the Edge Lord with, with the quiff and the, he puts his hand in front of his face and wiggles he thinks he's fucking John Cena so either that or he's having a fucking heart attack or something because his hands constantly shaking in front of his face I'm like okay mate like you're not fucking Vegeta just summoning a fucking energy blast fucking whatever right but you find out their mum. He's probably more of a psychopath than Getsis, because she wants to flood the world with Pokemon from another dimension and kill everyone. But then fuses herself with a jellyfish one to become a weird human Pokemon thing. She just laughs maniacally about beauty and... Arr, it's fucking ridiculous. And she's a literal fucking psychopath. And she's your fucking girlfriend's mum. And... <laughs> I t I'm sure you can tell from the way my voice is degrading just how fucking ridiculous this is, right? And, and then, then you beat her, and I can't even remember what happens to her. Doesn't she agree to be a good mum again? I'm like, well, that fucking checks out. I'm sure if Hitler after World War Two went, I'm really, really sorry, would have just let him off the fucking chain. Like, whatever. She's a fucking psychopath. You don't just... whatever. Okay, you just fused yourself with a jellyfish monster from another dimension, but now you're going to be a good mum. Fucking checks out, love. <laughs> good, good job. Right. And trust me, this segment will be over eventually, and we'll talk about the good parts of Pokemon. But I needed to get this because it's. Mm, okay. Then you've got Gen, Gen 8. Gen 8's sort of fine because the champion actually does step in. And just happens to fail, because, you know, Leon's a fucking bitch. I don't know who I hate more, him or Hop. No, Hop. I hate Hop a lot more. But Leon's still a fucking bitch. Right, so of course he lost. That's what, but at least he tried. And then you've got the post-game bit, where... Spoilers, if you haven't got to that part now, do you really give a shit? Pokemon start randomly Dynamaxing around the whole fucking region. And you go around and you help... The gym leaders have been trying to handle it. You're obviously the new champion. You go around and you help sort out the problem. So that's that's fine. So when you're the champion, you go and help. But the gym leaders try and fight back. And when the actual problem's going down, the gym leaders can't really do anything because it's a really last-minute thing. You find out it's actually the person who does run the region. So it kind of makes sense in Gen 8. But then the actual champion is there and does challenge him and just happens to fail because Eternatus is too fucking strong. And that's fine. You then try. You do it. You catch it. That's cool. Because it's not that overpowered. That You know, the same way as Groudon, Koga. Yeah, you catch it. That's fine. Whatever. Evertar's a bit weird. The, the, the dragons of Ideal and True, Freshram and Zekrom, they're meant to be wielded by the the people who represent those things. That's fine. Uh, so Evertar's a bit of a questionable one. Letting a child have the embodiment of death. But not the worst. And having the character have a term so it's also isn't bad because it's not necessarily a bad thing 
Pokemon on its own. It's just from another world and is a bit out of control, but not really, only when it's flooded with energy. So that's fine, right? Gen 8 makes sense. Leon gets involved. He happens to fail. You step in. That's fine. Okay. Then we get to which before I would before I really go off on one. Gen 4 is my favorite generation of Pokemon. It's just, but I love the story. The Evil Team are my favorite. The whole plot of it is fantastic. It's such a good game. And frankly, I've still got PTSD from from that battle with Simpson. Honestly, I if I I hear that music in my nightmares. Right, literally, I hear that music and I get PTSD from losing over and over. Like, Cynthia's a bitch, but I love her because she is a champion who actually gave. She's the last champion that gave me a challenge. I'm not gonna lie. Anyway, <clears throat> so I've praised Cynthia. Now it's time to point out why where she goes a bit stupid. So Team Galactic, they literally want to not kill everyone, but they want to They want to remake the universe into a better. Well, what they perceive to be a better universe. Okay, it's an outlandish plot, but you get that in fiction, that's fine. And it's a good evil plot, it doesn't involve mass death. And to do that, they want to control the literal gods of the Pokemon. Well, you've got to understand, Gen 4, the legendaries are the literal god. Arceus is literally the god of Pokemon. Dialga is the god of time. No, did I say Dialga? Yeah, Dialga is the god of time. Palkia is the god of space. I thought I said Palkia, but I said Dialga. And Giratina is Satan. It's basically antimatter. Is, which is why he can't interact with our universe in the same way. He can't help it, it's just what he's made of. But he is meant to be essentially the representation of Satan being that negative energy. So you're dealing with literal fucking gods, so Team Galactic's plan is really out there, right? <clears throat> in all the others, you're dealing with super powerful Pokemon, but not literal god-level Pokemon. <clears throat> and this points out another problem, how much of a dick Arceus is, right? So... When all this other shit is going down, so in all the ancient battles between Kyogre and Groudon, Rayquaza had to come in for another fucking planet and deal with it, right? Arceus made all this shit, but he only gets involved when his kids are acting up. He only gets involved when Dialga and Palkia are having a little skirmish. He's like, uh, who's fighting today? Oh, just, just two, two powerful drag. No, it's not Dialga and Palkia, I don't care. I'm like, mate, you invented all this. <clears throat> fucking step in and do something, like... He's literally like the worst father in the world because he's like, I'm only getting involved if it's directly my children. And even then, even when Dalga and Polkia are having a fucking fight, sometimes he just goes, mm, not this time, not feeling it today. I'm like, well, that's, that's fucking brilliant, Arceus. Like, thanks. You're fucking good at your job. But anyway, so you're dealing with literal gods. Sorry, I'm wriggling around in my bed and trying to get comfortable again. It's, you know, sitting still for so long. So, uh, fucking stupid. So once again, I think, oh, I can't remember how old you are in Diamond I think you might actually be a 10-year-old in Diamond and Pearl. So this makes it a lot worse. Right. So, uh, you go, you go through the region, you come into contact with um, Team Galactic a few times. You're playing Platinum, I'm pretty sure Luke is looking after himself. And you run into Cynthia a few times, who's also looking into Team Galactic's affairs. And trying to stop them, you know, cool, whatevs, whatever, cool, yeah, whatever, cool. And then, and then, um, you decide that you're going to fully get, Cynthia sort of recruits you to help her. I'm like, okay, that's, that's great, you're I'm fucking ten. Pretty sure, like, fairly early on in the game as well, like, crush awake level, fourth gym, fifth gym with, um, half home city and... The ghosty woman, I can't think of her name. Right. 
And so she's recruited a ten-year-old, whatever. Cool, she clearly sees potential. That's that's nice, I suppose. And then then you make the climb up Mount Coronet. You got seven gym badges. You're going up there. Team Galactic are making their big move. You're a ten-year-old. You're gonna fucking stop. So you're climbing up the biggest mountain possibly in the Pokemon world. Definitely in Sinnoh, like. Really, and the most ancient one because it's got Spear Pillar on top, which is like the origins of the Pokemon world. I'm like, well, that's basically fucking Mount Olympus is what you're climbing. Like, that's fucking brilliant. You know, Hercules struggled in the Disney's film, and he's a fucking demigod. You're a ten-year-old child, but whatever. Cool, it gets worse. So <laughs> you go up there, and on your way up, you're facing Team Galactic Grants. You're taking them down with your Pokemon you got about two days ago, right? And. <sighs> You get to the top, and depending on what version you're playing, either the original Diamond or Pearl or Platinum, it varies in how bad the results are here. So, if you're playing Diamond or Pearl, you then face, uh, I don't think Saturn's there, but you definitely face Miles and Jupiter, and then you face Cyrus, the big bad boss man of, uh, of Team Galactic, and then, oh, <laughs> it's so fucking like, okay, so then you take on either Dialga or Palkia in the original ones, and you, you catch it, right? A ten-year-old now has access to either the God of Time or the God of Space, right? That's that's not... And Cynthia just, just, just watches you. Just, yeah, cool. Just catch a fucking... You're ten, right? Ten-year-olds are very impressionable. Mm, we'll get to that in a bit. Okay, oh, right. And this is where it gets really stupid. Right, so then then you play Platinum, and it's a fucking amazing game, and the Distortion World arc is amazing, but the whole premise behind it is stupid. So you're playing, and instead of getting Dialga and Palkia, fucking Giratina opens a fucking wormhole to the, to the um, Distortion World, which is basically hell, and then <laughs> drags in Cyrus. Cynthia's like, we are going after him, and you're sitting there as a ten-year-old going, not quite sure I want to go to the underworld, love. Like, you know, I'm ten. I, you know, I just wanted to be the very best that no one ever was. I didn't sign up for f fucking fighting literal gods. You know, this isn't, this isn't one of those films. I just, just wanted to, you know, be a Pokemon master. But no, no, Cynthia, in all her wisdom, dragged a ten-year-old into the underworld, probably as a full guy if everything goes wrong. She's like, oh, take him and let me go. It's probably what she was planning, right? So then, then she not only drags you into the, into the underworld, into the distortion world, but she then proceeds to, to abandon you, right? She goes, ah, she just fucking walks, off. she just walks off, leaving a ten-year-old in this world where the laws of physics don't make sense, right? Upside down is the right way up, and walls are floating, and water's flowing in order. She just you and you've got to navigate your way as a ten-year-old through hell, right? Which fucking cool. And then you get to Cyrus, you fight him, you beat him. That's grand. And then Giratina shows up, and Cynthia's like, "It's looking at you," which is her way of going, "I ain't dealing with that." So she fucking shoves the ten-year-old. To fight Satan. Right? And this... 
this is where it gets really sh fucking stupid, right? So <laughs> you're a ten year old, you're fighting Satan, and and you catch it in a Pokeball. You now literally have the Pokemon equivalent of Satan. Just you control that as a ten year old, and as a ten year old, you're very impressionable. Cyrus at that point could get up and go, you know what, kid. What do you think about rewriting the universe? You can have it any way you want. You can have all of these things. You know, your dad could come back because you don't have a dad in this game. You could bring your dad back with this power. Like, and you're sitting there, like, ten-year-olds are very impressionable. I don't think they should have the power of fucking Satan. Right? You could just turn around and go, actually, you know what? Team Galactic have a point. I'm going to join them. And th that's smart. Like, no, that's not, that's not how it works, is it? That's not, it's not good. It's not. And you're like, no, I've now got the power of Satan. <laughs> no, that's not good to give a 10-year-old, is it? And Cynthia's like, Cynthia doesn't know what to do at this point. She's like, good job. Like, and <laughs> it's just stupid. Like, and then I know that it was then, technically the, the, the event was never released. But the fucking... I was about to say, is it Azure Flute, or am I making that up entirely, that's what it was called. But the flute that then lets you go and do the event that lets you catch Arceus. Yeah, literally catch God. I'm like, why are you giving this power to ten-year-olds? Like, I get Arceus was never released, that's fine, but you've literally given them Satan, an impressionable ten-year-old who could quite easily grow up to be a dictator with this satanic Pokemon. I'm like, and it's just... <laughs> why would you give that to a dictator? I'm calm. I'm calm. And that is my TED talk on the uh, poor logic and Pokemon that has taken up most of this podcast. Um, okay. Rant aside, <laughs> let's try and, try and drop my anger towards the fact that you're literally allowed to catch the embodiment of antimatter and Satan, or the embodiment of death. Right, as a fucking 10 to 16 year old, and you're trusted with that. Like, when I was 10 to 16, I wouldn't have trusted me with godlike powers. Because there's a lot going through your mind, you're going through changes, you don't like many people, you know. And, yeah, it's not a smart idea. But other than that, Pokemon's a great game. No, <laughs> genuinely, Pokemon's one of those franchises that it's been around for as long as it has for a reason. It's, what, 20 years old now? And on the best sort of selling media franchises of all time, Pokemon is top by a country mile the last time I checked. Uh, I think Hello Kitty was second, actually. But Pokemon, country mile in front. And that's for a good reason. Started out as a great video game. Kind of brilliant anime series. It's got the manga and you've got all the spin-off games and then just the other main series games down the line. And that has, you know, there's a reason for that. Because it's your story, your way. It's an RPG for kids, really, if you think about it. But it's accessible, it's fun, and, you know, the whole tagline of gotta catch them all, it's, you've got the element of it's not just a regular RPG. You want to catch all the Pokemon. Um, if it was the original, you want to get all 151. The new ones, you want to get all... Oh, I don't know, I don't know. 1,000, are there? Or maybe it's 800. I think it's more about 800, if I'm honest. But that's not, you know... it. It's just fun... It's, it's just fun, and I've enjoyed it for all these years for those reasons. It is just plain fun. And the original anime is something that I think 
any late 90s, early 2000s kids will remember, as I say, the, the original theme song, you start singing the words, I want to be the very best like no one ever was, dun 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 dun, you know, that's a song that people will recognise and remember fondly from their childhood because it's such an iconic song. And the whole message of wanting to be the very best is genuinely, it's very stupid as it might sound, one of the songs that I think if I if I need some sort of motivation, I still sort of listen to today because the whole message about being the best, you know, that you can be, but also having your friends being the best with them and having fun, it's a message that really resonates even today. And that is something that I think is very important, especially during these trying times, to remember just keep trying your best. There you go. Managed to fit in some coronavirus motivation after ranting for about 30 minutes. But no, seriously, Pokemon is a franchise that it's got where it has for a reason. It's the best-selling media franchise in the world for a reason because it's so loved. Pokemon Go, that took the world by storm. What was that? Was that last year? No, it must have been two years ago now or was it last year no no it wasn't last year two three years ago i can't remember what year it was 2017 was it it took the world by storm yeah so that's been about three years ago now i doubt many other franchises could grip the world like that in such a snap just and get people going outside there's something magic about that and pokemon the fact that You've got Pokemon Snap, Pokemon Stadium, Pokemon Ranger, Pokemon... Oh, Mystery Dungeon. I fucking love Mystery Dungeon. Mystery Dungeon is amazing. Mystery Dungeon turned an RPG for kids into an RPG for kids that was more of an RPG. I'm like, that's, that's fucking brilliant, right? It's just one of those franchises. I don't think it's ever... Or at least for a while, it's, it's not going anywhere. It's like your Star Wars and in your Marvel at the moment and your other things where it's going to be around for a long time it's going to be around for a long time after it should have been tired right there's going to be a point where people are like this should have been retired a long time ago but it's still going to be going because that is the power of Pokemon and it's something that has truly stuck with me like I can for instance I'll do it now why the hell not do the entire Team Rocket motto off the top of my head I'm going to get it wrong now but it's fine and it goes, alack, alice, a prepare for trouble and make it double, I don't know why I'm in Russian, to protect the world from devastation, to unite all peoples within our nation, to denounce the evils of truth and love, to extend our reach to the stars above. Jesse, James, Team Rocket, blast off at the speed of light, surrender now, prepare to fight. Meowth, that's right. Um, sorry about the terrible impressions, but it's, it's, you know, and it's stuff like that, the fact that I remember that and I can do the whole original theme song, it shows a testament to, to the franchise and what it has achieved over, these over all these years. The fact that it's still going strong, people still buy the cards, they still buy the game, I still buy the games, you know, I'm one of those people who, I can't, as I sort of said earlier, that's the magic of the series. I kept trying to quit it, not because I thought it was bad or I thought I was too old, just for the sake of... No, just, just put it all behind you, it's fine, move on. I couldn't quit the series. I found it impossible to quit the series. And that's when you know you've got something right there. When people like me and so many others can't quit the series, even if the games aren't as good as they used to be, in my opinion. I still play it. I still want to catch them all. I still want to be the very best. 
She's ironic because I'm a failure. Pluggy, pluggy. But you know what? I do think, genuinely, there is no shadow of a doubt. The Pokemon, <laughs> you haven't failed. You've kept us entertained for, what, over 20 years now. And you're going to keep us entertained for many years to come. So thank you to that Pokemon. And thank you for listening to the latest episode of You Have Failed. Uh, if you do want to follow me on social media, I do have the YouTube account, Sam Vader, where I do, ironically enough, I do some Pokemon videos. Uh, some I recently uploaded an Apex Legends video. Again, I maybe try to do some of that. Probably some Battlefront 2 stuff. I've done Yu-Gi-Oh. I used to make AMVs. I'll probably get back into doing that. I'm probably planning a new short film soon as well. So that's... I've got a lot I'm planning to do. Also, follow my Twitter, which is where you will best get updated on things to do with the podcast. My personal one, at Vader Saiyan, and the show's one, at You Have Failed, I think is the Twitter handle. I can't remember. It's all linked on King's Eyes Network. Please go and follow those where I will update you more on the show and other things going on with projects and stuff. And also, join the Discord server. Become a failure today. Why not? We're all in isolation. Nothing better to do. And if any other social medias I decide to open up to the public, I will uh, put that out somewhere as soon as I can. But again, thank you so much for listening. And I hope to speak to you again next week, guys. See you then. Or speak to you. I won't see you. If I see you, it's a bit weird because you're meant to be in isolation. Bye.